listening to Megapologetics. I'm your host, Jim Funkhauser. Boy, do we have a sexy show for you today, but uh, no worries. Sexy in a very Christian way. It's about abstinence, and there is really nothing sexier than an abstinent woman or man. Am I right, guys? Or, Or girls, if you're talking about men being abstinent. But in all seriousness, the best protection does come from the Bible. And it's better than any other protection because you don't have to wear it. You don't have to wear anything. You just have to read it. Read it while wearing something because it would be inappropriate the other way. But uh, do read it because there's a lot of wisdom in there. All the wisdom, really, uh, ever. Because God wrote it. And you can't argue with God. Now, first off, it pains me, but I have to apologize for... Last month's episode of Megapologetics, I was informed by a listener that there were some editing tricks done to make it sound like it wasn't a serious podcast, which it was very serious. It was with Eric Hovind. And I would like to rectify that by saying that it's fixed now. My foster son is no longer working on the podcast. I have told the foster people that it was not working out. And it wasn't. And so now my uh, real son, Paul, has agreed to do the editing work, I'm happy to say. And I would love for you to keep Paul in your prayers because he has a full-time job as a janitor at the local middle school. And during the furlough, he was laid off He was the only janitor in a middle school, to my knowledge, that was laid off. But he won his lawsuit and uh, is now working again. Uh, So now to the program proper. I think Dr. Hugh F. Pyle got it right in his book, Sex, Love, and Romance, when he says that the main problem is whoredom. Now, this is a peer-reviewed publishing company that published his book. And he notes that, uh, interestingly, the leading causes of pregnancy um, are sort of one cause. It's two causes together, and it's alcohol and whores. I'm using whores not in a profane way, but in a biblical way. And by whore, I mean to say women who have sex outside of marriage. Now, I'm going to be quite a bit more honest with you than I would most people most of the time, because you are my listening audience, and I value your listening to me very much. When I was 21 years old, I drank then. Um, It was actually my 21st birthday, and I was at a local tavern, den of iniquity, really, And I was drinking. I admit it. I was drinking. And that very night, I was taken advantage of and abused by a whore. That's that's actually what she was. She was she was a whore. You might call it hooker or something to sanitize it, but let's really call it what it is biblically, and that is whore. And I didn't know this. I, I was, you know, young. I was just a kid. And I was um, 
staying in a hotel anyway, because I was even, you know, at that age and in that state of constant inebriation, I was smart enough to realize that I shouldn't drive while drinking. And so I didn't. But I took her back to my place because she asked me if I wanted to have a fun time. And I did, because I was drinking. I didn't know what she meant by that. And so we did have the fun time because of what she was. And I woke up the next morning to find that my uh, wallet had been ransacked. And I couldn't find my car keys because she had taken them. She did not take my car, thankfully, because back then we did not have the uh, remote control keys. And so I, I guess she couldn't find it. That incident stays with me to this day. And I, I tell myself... Look, Jim, you're a good Christian man, and, and look what happened to you. You were being taken advantage of by a, a, an evil woman from Gomorrah. Not Sodom, because they were homosexuals there, but Gomorrah, which was the other sinful place. And it, it burdens my heart to this day, and I'm happy that I can get this out with you, the listening audience. That is just one of many reasons why I'm very anti-whoredom. And also, Hugh F. Pyle makes a great case against whoredom. Now we're going to uh, take a quick break and go to God's America with Jim Funkhauser. This week in God's America... Marie Curie, famed inventor and scientist, would have said, God is the true owner and author of all things luminescent, which by his grace alone can burn and attract bugs and many shiny things. American government should be modeled upon God's law, which is there for all to see in the New Testament, which largely but not completely revokes the Old Testament. And that's what Marie Curie would have said had she been living in God's America. And now on to the next segment. You know how you rub your nipples and then you start to yawn? Well, that's how I felt when I was uh, watching Twilight. <laughs> yes, I watched Twilight. My wife made me. But, you know, as I was watching it, I actually got from it a good Christian message. And it was written by Mormon. Mormons are not Christians, of course. They are followers of Satan, and that's why they don't drink caffeine. But this was nevertheless a movie with a good Christian spirit. You have this woman who is not a whore. She stays with the same man. She, she has sex with him once, I'm assuming, and that's after they're married. So there's no around here. And guess what? The movie also ends. The movies, I should say, plural, because there are three. They end without any non-Christian behavior. There are, I believe, some deaths, but uh, there were also deaths in the Old Testament, so you can't really count points off for that, right? I mean, as long as it's a just death, that's the vibe that I get from the Old Testament when I read it is usually every night, actually. I'm making my way through it for the third time. That's right. 
Uh, Jim Funkhauser is not a lazy guy, people. Which brings me to my next statement that I want to make. I know I have a lot of fans out there, and I wanted to sort of throw my hat in the ring, so to speak. Although I don't wear a hat. I would uh, like to announce to everyone that if you have any atheist friends, please let me know. And let me know their numbers, and I'll call them. And I will argue with them until they give in and realize that Jesus is the Christ and the Bible is true. So just saying that. Also, if you have any church gatherings that you would like for me to speak to, I do accept Bitcoin now. I'm, I'm in on that. Paul has set me up with my own Bitcoin wallet. And so I will get a donate button on my website very soon. And you can send me all the Bitcoin you want. Or Litecoin, actually. I'm, I'm doing that too. Uh, all the coins, really. So, thanks. And yes, I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are thinking, well, Bitcoin, that's horrible for the environment. Uh, well, guess what? Global warming ain't happening. So, put that in your vegan muffin. And thanks for listening to Megapologetics. Stripers to H with the devil used under fair use usage.